welcome to this episode of Unboxing Women, where we explore the gender gap in the music and entertainment industry. My name is Micah Rose, and with me is my friend Donna Rex, and we are here to reveal what really goes on behind the scenes. You can listen to us on our YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast platform. So, today we have a really interesting topic, and I don't think it's a specifically new topic, but it's a topic we find really interesting and deserves a little bit of in-depth um, conversation. Yes. So, Dana, tell us about this topic. So, we are going to analyze <clears throat> Disney and not just once, but we have three parts. So we will analyze in part one, the princesses, which is pretty important for, you know, a feminist podcast to do. And then in part two, we're going to have a look at the heroes. And part three will be the villains. Also yes. pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, one, I actually. mean, we have to keep it equal, right? Everybody's always about uh, talking about equality. We have to keep it equal. Yes. Talk about the girls. We have to talk about the guys. And the villains are just amazing. So they are. Know. Yes, we. I, I'm looking forward to that one definitely. But yeah. no, let us too. start with the princesses. Um, yes. Thoughts, big feelings. <laughs> big spoiler alert. So uh, you know, I'm oh, just, yeah. I just want to say this at the start of the show. We will discuss in depth what goes on in these Disney movies. So, but I mean, who hasn't seen them all? You know, I've seen them all uh, now because of the research that I had to do. You, I'm sorry, you say that who hasn't seen them all? And I you hadn't seen, seen them, them all before this. <laughs> I, so me, so I if hadn't you seen, them all, seen them all. Um, go watch them and then come back. Or yes. if you don't care about spoilers, just I mean, you probably heard about most of them anyway, so it's not like it's yeah. going to be a huge. Surprise. Maybe it's nice to hear our take and then go check it out for yourself and and let us know what yes, you think. And then let us know exactly. That is actually a really good idea because I, I I mean I watched these movies as a child and teenager to be fair, and sometimes I still watch them now. So, um, but my first memories of them were from when I was really young. We used to watch them on video cassette. If you're too young to know what a video cassette is, then you're not allowed to listen to this podcast well, because mean, then you're not 18 and it, this <clears throat> is an explicit podcast. <laughs> that is true. Um, however, um, nobody gives a crap about that in Germany. No, so, exactly. Um, that's just for the US. Nobody gives that. a fuck. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, my earliest memories of these are sitting in our living room and um, putting the cassette in, having to wind it all back, getting spoilers from winding back the cassette tape. Oh, yeah. Don't um, watch the, the then, winding back. Yeah. Don't do it. And then <laughs> watching the movie. So <clears throat> um, I think my... I, I, I have so many fond memories of it and then having to rewatch them now for this podcast was just so eye-opening. I mean, in the past years already, I've been watching some occasionally and just been sitting there and going like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on here? Because <laughs> you don't realize it when you're a kid. And also, I mean, we've changed so much over the past couple of years that we just kind of, um, you know, we, we, we're realizing now more and more how um, these gender roles and um, the stereotypes are all just so deeply ingrained and how they were shown to us in those shows as well absolutely so yeah. um i don't know how it was for you donna because having watched most of them more recently i guess but um for me it's very conflicting because you love something and then you realize it has so many flaws 
Mm -hmm. um, it's actually a little bit disappointing, to be honest. But then again, it was the time. We definitely have to look at it within the time frame of when the movie was made. A lot of people, we uh, were talking about this recently, a lot of people have like a favorite Disney princess and oh, they, yeah. um, they kind of, um, they do want to then act like that princess for a while. As a kid, you know, you just, you, you feel like you need to act like a princess, but that, those are your formative years, right? So you're learning a lot about yourself. I think still you you learn a lot about yourself in your 20s as well, but um, I can't talk to further than that. But, um, you know, it's, it's uh, sorry. Uh, I think, I think we learn a lot um, about ourselves through our whole life. Yeah, whole but in your lives, formative right. years, you're right. A, a child exactly. learns by copying, really. Yeah. I mean, my favorite Disney princess was Ariel. Um, because she was a mermaid and that was fantastic. And I love fantasy. And so you wanted to be a mermaid. Just great. I wanted to be a mermaid. I didn't necessarily exactly. want to be Ariel, but I wanted to be a mermaid and I wanted to have powers and I wanted to be special. And I think that's one of the things you want to be special. You want to be kind of the girl that everything revolves around because that's what these movies show you. Kind and you of, want the attention. Right? That's what a kid yeah. wants. That's yeah. that's normal. That's normal. Exactly. I remember, yeah, my favorite princess is Snow White because she had black hair and the others mm -hmm. had blonde hair. And I, I yeah. have very dark hair of my own. So um, I that's why I kind of identified with her like, oh, my God, this is, you know, she's not blonde. <laughs> mm -hmm. So which which at the time, you know, in the 80s, 90s is really it was like a, a beauty standard being blonde, you know. So True. for me, it was yeah. like, oh, Snow White. OK, God, she's, you know, dark haired like me. That's great. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, how many times did I not, you know, lay in my bed like as if I was in the glass coffin waiting for a prince <laughs> to come and kiss me? So as a kid. You you don't you're not mature enough to say oh this is a nice character I would like to have a part of of her personality maybe in my personality at one point in my life mm -hmm. you don't do that you just say I want to no. be her and you just yeah. you, you just are her children who see an, a movie that's nearly a hundred years old today will will be influenced by all these things that we have actually in our society now have passed already yes. and will be influenced yeah. by the misogyny, the patriarchy exactly. and all the, 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 the yeah. things that feminism has been trying for a hundred years to get rid of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is insane. Like little kids still have these things. I mean, you were saying that they are thinking of remaking some Disney movies. Yeah, a while ago, well, they haven't done it yet, but a while ago there was this whole thing with, oh no, Disney movies of back in the day are, you know, we need to change them, we need mm -hmm. to re-edit them maybe, we need to take all this stuff out <clears throat> and and bring them to the times because of the fact that little children are watching them and that they don't yeah. have a perspective of history and they can't place these things. And yeah. they, I, like I said, I, I don't think they've done it yet. Um, and obviously everything that's out on the market, you can't like, you know, take everybody's videotape back and no. Yeah. And, but it's, um, it, I mean, <clears throat> and it, it, it's the debate of, you know, how much of history do you keep as well? Because that was mm -hmm. what the world was back in the day. So do you well, keep it? Yes. I think, I think, um, the best thing to do probably is just to release a new version as in just a new Snow White and yeah. a new you know like a more modern one 
um, because you don't have to ban the old one just to bring out a new one. Think of a new kind of twist, something that is, um, you know, that everybody will be like, oh, I need to watch that because that was actually really good. I think that's a great idea um, because to be honest, <laughs> if I had a kid today, I would not you know, I would not, a, a girl, I would not let her mm. watch the Snow White of 37. I, I would definitely yeah. not. Because no. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it, I mean. We, and it was one of my favorite actually... movies. If it's for kids, you should really have a look at what well, you're, what's out there. And, yeah. and as a parent, be careful what you show, what you show them. Um, you know, just make sure that it is within your current norms and, uh, and the, the way you want to, you know, teach your children basically and, and raise them. Yeah. Um, and also as, as companies like Disney, I think, yeah, they should also hold that social mirror up to themselves and say yeah maybe we should do a new snow white or a new yeah. cinderella and just have her be a little <coughs> bit more assertive <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't uh, not clean things all the time going back to the princesses um mm -hmm. the next one actually because i went a bit anal with this and i have a i've mapped them out in chronological order <laughs> yeah and so the next Which is one, actually really helpful. It is. Really helpful, yes. Because <laughs> you can see the evolution. So Cinderella mm. was born in 1950. A girl suppressed by her older stepmom. I mean, that's for the villain episode, but uh, there's definitely a theme in Disney throughout yeah. most of the movies where Vilifying older ladies... Women are yeah. very much evil as fuck. It's about being eclipsed by some younger gal yeah, that the men exactly. then pay attention to. So, but yeah, yes. I, I have, I definitely have something to say about that um, in mm -hmm. part three when we're going to discuss the villains. So stay tuned, everyone, for my opinion on villains in Disney movies. Um, so Cinderella, oh God, Cinderella. Um, she is weird i think she's weird when i look at it now you know she doesn't have any features and the the, the sisters uh they're supposed to be ugly and they kind of show it in the movie just by giving them features which makes them um recognizable mm -hmm. but immediately unkind and evil because they have features so yeah because they have a nose because and a slightly wider mouth yeah, you know. or not such big eyes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and so Cinderella has, she does not have one recognizable thing to her. She's yeah, not like even a black hair. No. Like her hair is like one big, it's like, you know, those things, Playmobil? Playmobil? Yeah. yeah. You've got She's like the, the hat of, the hat of hair that's like one <laughs> bucket of hair. That's what Cinderella has for hair. <laughs> yeah, so, <clears throat> the, you know, it's basically a Barbie doll and the less you stand out, the better. Yeah. Um, she's also super submissive. She does not raise her voice once during the whole thing. We've talked about this before, about the voice raising, mm -hmm. when yeah. we were reviewing Lara Croft, the old Lara oh, Croft, yeah. where, played oh, by God. Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. um and that's just that that was for me that was crazy because as a kid that had never occur occurred to me that 
you know, she's all that sultry voice kind of. Yeah. Oh, she's just happy and just, oh, oh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, always anything that everybody says, she just oh, always like, oh, but it, it's probably, you know, just, oh, no, it's probably me, basically. Well, you know? it's, it's she's because, been gaslighted um, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also, I mean, that was the ideal. Um, women were supposed to be softly spoken. Obviously. Yes. Right? Yeah. So she, that, she doesn't raise her voice anyway and so yeah. she's been ridiculed laughed at harassed for years and still she is not walking through the open door that's right there and yeah. she can clearly clean and cook and stuff so and she take could care get a job. she could get a job and get paid for what she does somewhere else if she would just walk through the open door why you know she just sits there and cries a lot um, and simply gets herself locked in. Gets herself locked in. And she simply accepts whatever is thrown at her. And, you know, without any sort of personality at all, continuing mm-hmm. to be kind to everybody who spits in her face. And when I see that now, it's so frustrating. But when I saw that as a kid, it didn't even dawn on me that she could just yeah. leave. Yeah. Or that, like, it was... Um, it's It's strange because, like... She's so kind to everybody. She's even kind to her sisters um, yeah, who are not very kind not to kind to her. <clears throat> and it just doesn't make any sense. Why would you be kind to people who are subject you to so much suffering? Yeah, um, let's be honest. Unless kids aren't kind to each dead. other. Yeah, kids aren't kind to each other either. There's always... Yes, and oh my God, she's a kid. Yeah. 16, because at 16 you have to marry in the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. This, this pulls its way throughout even towards the newest Disney movies. So that's not something they've left behind, which I find insane. Yeah. No, like 16 insane. is insane. You're going to be 16? <clears throat> Got to get yourself a husband like on the yeah. day of your of your birthday because you can't be 16 plus one day oh, yeah, without so a husband. After, yeah, after 16, <laughs> um, you obviously wither away. You are you worth nothing away. as a woman. And um, I mean, you're basically with one foot in the grave. I mean, we all know that. <laughs> yes, we all know that. So let's fast forward to Sleeping Beauty. She's from 59. So that's nine mm, years later. Sleeping Beauty I watched like when I was in uni last. So... Uh, well into my adult years um so it's not really something i remember from as a kid and i remember watching it and being like what the fuck is happening here yeah i do not like this this is so boring why is she acting like this she's asleep most of the time (laughs) (laughs) she's asleep most of the time um yeah again like the victim, she always, she's the victim and she's got to be yes. saved. Yes, and it's like, don't touch the needle. I'm going to touch the needle. It's like Nemo with the, with the boat, with the boat. Don't touch the butt. But no, you nobody, nobody, but Nemo <coughs> is, is supposed to be, Nemo is male, right? Nemo is yeah. a, a boy. Uh, yeah. But let's just go to Sleeping Beauty. Nobody actually gave her the benefit of telling her about the spell. She has no idea. So what does she do? She goes she and touches, touches the, the needle. needle. Because if everybody oh would have just God. told her, look, there's a spell. The witch did a spell. You need to stay away from spinning wheels or needles until you're well past your 16th birthday because otherwise mm-hmm. this and this will happen. And so that she could like ba- basically help in 
you know, not fulfilling that destiny mm-hmm. um, because she would have known. No, nobody tells her. Nobody tells her anything, you know. Why? I mean, they don't even trust the girl herself with the story of her demise. Well, the thing is, though, right, why on earth, if you have this knowledge, why on earth would you not tell her? Like, why just ban everything? It's like, oh, it's kind of like... Um, because, I don't know, is she out, stupid? Is she, is, I don't know. Is it like forbidden knowledge? Like, you know, like nowadays when, uh, like when some big organization doesn't want you to find out about something, they ban the knowledge. Like in all those dystopian no- novels, they ban the knowledge so that you grow up like not knowing it right. and being stupid. So is it just to keep her stupid? Or I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, at least involve her so she can fend for herself. And so what happens is they, they, she's born, the spell is cast, they ship her off to a cabin in the woods. You know, she meets this dude in the woods and like dances with him and which is not creepy at all, which is not creepy at all. And then, and then when she becomes 16, so here's the thing, right? This is where the conundrum starts for me. I do not get the logic of this movie. The spell goes, on the day of your 16th birthday, you will prick your finger and die. Then the fa- the other fairies kind of make it, they counteract it weakly and they she won't die anymore. She'll just fall asleep until true love's kiss, okay? Mm-hmm. So everybody ships her off when she's born after the spell is cast to a cabin in the woods where she lives for 16 years. And what do they do? On her 16th birthday, when all of this is going to happen, they actually let her, they take her out of the cabin and that's the day they choose to move her back to civilization on the day that this stuff is going to go down. Why not plus one day? Why can't she just stay there? Why did they even ship her off? For why did they years? even ship her off? I don't yeah, know. Because it's, it's going to happen day. on the sixteenth birthday. No, <clears throat> you could have kept her for fifteen years and three hundred and sixty-four days, yes. and just locked her in a room on her sixteenth birthday. Exactly. Put guards everywhere. And that would have been fine. But that would have no. been enough. No, you have to keep her away from civilization. Let her be a hermit yeah. for sixteen years. Yes. And bring her back on the day. In love with the first guy she sees yeah, because she hasn't seen anybody exactly <sighs> yeah how did she even learn how to speak i don't know <clears throat> i don't know <laughs> anyway so, so that's very strange that's very strange it's yeah. very strange so but you know what the thing is there it's because she becomes 16 she needs to get married so that's why she needs to go back to her parents on her birthday you know that's, that's the reason <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's fast forward. The Little Mermaid, 89. My favorite movie, or one of my favorite movies when I was younger. Not sure about it now, because when you look at it, she is, what, 15? 16? She's 16. Like she's 16. Well, she's going she on to her looks, 16th birthday. I feel like she. all of these girls look like they're adults. They look like they're um, 21, definitely. Yeah, exactly. And... They are 16. So I, I, again, these are minors yeah. that should not be, be sexualized. Princes or sexualized. Ariel's wearing like a seashell bra 
nothing else (laughs) and then when she goes onto the beach she's just wearing a towel um so it's uh, anyway um so she sells her soul because her father is an irrational absolute douchebag but then again (laughs) she's 16 so she really shouldn't be like wanting to marry this guy but at the same time she's 16 She's going to have a crush. Come on. She's going to have a crush. The best thing about this is she sells her soul and her voice, right? Yeah. So she sells her her voice, voice, basically, but not not really her soul, but her voice. She sells her voice um, and then goes to meet this guy. And this guy, you know, it's just like, found a girl on the beach. She can't talk. Let's take her to my palace. (laughs) Like... What the fuck? <laughs> and this girl, she can't much. talk. She can't talk. But you're falling in love with her? But let's take her away. You can't talk. <laughs> you don't know anything about her. No, but she, she like, does want to go with him, though. She does, want, she does go with yes, him. So that's, no, no, that's no, fine, still, then. But during the, during the days, it's, it's like they're getting to know each other and putting, like, the, the what's it called, asterisks or air quotes. Yeah. Um, because they can't get to know each other. They, she can't talk. No, but they do. Like I cannot stress dance. this enough. No. Yes, but I mean, come on. Yeah. No, it is it is a bit weird if you look at it that way, but otherwise there's no movie. So they had to kind of do something. Oh, uh, yes, but why I'm is just, that the premise of the movie? Ah. Well, that's the thing, right? It's always about this girl that's 16 who has to get married. So they have to like get her in front of some kind of guy at one point because otherwise she can't marry. And if you can't get married when you're 16 on the day of your birthday, that's somehow very bad in Disney World. And then he goes and falls in love with a girl who has her voice, who is actually the villain. Um, Well, he gets bewitched. Just because of the voice. Let's give him... Well, he gets bewitched though. Yeah. But then as soon as she gets her voice back, he's like, oh, it's you. You know, they nearly kiss before the deadline is up to break the spell. And then the witch comes up with her voice. And Mm -hmm. so he's bewitched again, basically. And he's just helpless as fuck. He's he's helpless. I mean, you know, he's not the hero in this story. No. Who is the hero? Well, again, it's... Is it the seagull? (laughs) <laughs> uh, it is the animals that come to yeah, her rescue animal. oh my god it's always the fucking animal friends it is the we animal friends we talked about this before yeah the, d- so, d- princesses never get anything done but the animal friends yeah without pri- them there's no story the princes don't really do a lot but le- yeah we'll, we'll keep that for like the hero part two but the princes don't really do a lot and it's always the animals that come to to everyone's rescue so yeah, yeah all hail the animals <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Beauty well, be and one. the Beast 91 everyone Beauty and the Beast um, I had not seen it before I knew about the story though you know the songs mm-hmm. kind of but I had never seen the actual Disney version and yeah. so um, yeah the, this Belle is kind of the first uh princess well she's not a princess at the start you know but she's the first one to say she doesn't want to marry or want to fall in love and that there's something else out there for her but then guess what happens in the end (laughs) they make her get married anyway so that's it i i thought that was very 
anticlimactical. You know, she 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 is a very ambitious young woman who wants to, you know, who has dreams for herself, and they just take it away in the end and have her marry yeah. and have her live again happily ever after. What happened yeah. to what she wanted to do? I don't know. I don't. I mean, the thing is with Beauty and the Beast as well is that it's just. Um, I mean, she falls in love with her captor. Very right? Stockholm it's, syndrome, yeah. Yeah, it's Stockholm syndrome. So it's. Mm, well, he is so a nice many guy. Yeah, but so many things wrong with that, though. Why does that have to be the premise? Like, why is it always somebody takes princesses away and, and, and keeps them somewhere? Like, Rapunzel kept in a tower. Um, because we're victims um, all the time. Women are yeah, victims. Yeah, we're victims all the time. So, yeah. like, things happen to these girls. They don't make things happen. Yeah, we have no control over over whatever happens to us ever. And we're always, you know, captured in some way. And why are we captured? So that men can come and, and save, us. save us. Yeah. Or so that we can fall in love. Instead of... Because we have to like fall and in love with the guy who saves us. We wonder why we have a problem with us. kidnapping. Yeah, but I mean, we're <laughs> so always sorry. like ki kidnapped <clears throat> or taken away, or 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 something has happened to us out of our control, and then a guy has to come and solve it. And obviously, mm. we're like infatuated with that guy after that. It's yeah, because really we're like, weird. What do we do now? What do we do now? <laughs> new episode coming soon. Yes, new episode. <laughs> Um, um but yeah no it's it's uh, it's very strange i mean let's segue into aladdin with this thought mm -hmm. because aladdin was 92 so that's uh, just the year after and guess what so princess jasmine she has not yet in the six she's 16 you know again big surprise a big surprise she her whole life, she has not been outside of the castle grounds. So she's a prisoner. Every one of these girls is always kept yes. as a prisoner. Yes. Why do you always want to imprison us? Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> right? Like even Ariel, she could swim the seven seas, but she, she couldn't doesn't. go outside. And she obviously she's not allowed to actually, yeah. No, I mean, but if you that you listen to your parents, that's maybe one thing. But always this, this, you know, you as a parent, you can actually go for a walk outside of the, of the grounds with your kid as well. So why yeah. aren't these parents taking the responsibility in raising their their women, their girls correctly? Yeah. Also, if Jasmine is supposed to be um, ruling the empire at some point, exactly. Um, she needs to know her people. She yeah. needs to know her empire. Like they would take guys for years across the country and, and show them everything, show them the trade, show them the country and women, they keep locked up. Yeah. Like, are you what, then again, you know what they're afraid of? They're afraid of other men taking advantage of her. There you go. Again, <clears throat> the allyship is not there that, you know, the calling out other men is definitely not there yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's being forced into marriage, obviously, and it must happen. 
before a certain birthday. So we're guessing 16. It's not said specifically in uh, Aladdin, but let's just take 16 as uh, the standard because all the previous movies have that. And then, Mm -hmm. you know what her dad says to her? He says, it's not just the law that you're supposed to get married on your 16th birthday. So it's the law. And then he says he's getting old and wants her to be taken care of. Because obviously, you know, he didn't make sure that she had a good education. And so she can't take care of herself because that would have solved the problem entirely. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's not like she has a big fucking tiger as her friend who can take care of her. She has a tiger as a pet. (laughs) Come on. Ah, it's just weird. Who's going to get past the tiger? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, it's uh. a very, very strange one. And then she like meets a guy. Um, obviously she does, to be fair, she gets shown a lot of suitors that she um, says no to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she doesn't so know she's, her mind. She's supposed to be the one that's choosing. So that's already great. So the the girl yeah. now gets to choose the suitor but not you know none of them what she actually wants is not to have to choose because she just doesn't want to get married so that's that's one of the first things here like say ah after bell this one also doesn't want to get married and is not fooled by all the suitors and that's it you know yeah and still at the end of the movie she gets married of course she does and lives happily ever after (laughs) (laughs) ah pocahontas 95 so great year great year to be alive (laughs) she you know once again the girl is a frivolous and carefree person and just wants to have fun and the men around her seek to tame her and tell her Mm -hmm. what to do but let's be honest this one is different because for the first time ever she does not get married in the end she does not get married. True, true. And she does not I live happily ever after with the guy. Does in I think she does in Pocahontas too, though. Yeah, but le- yeah, sure. let's let the, yeah. the sequels. That's <clears throat> something else because they're, yeah, they're yeah. all shit. The Cinderella sequels as well. <laughs> no, but yeah, she doesn't get married. But I don't know. I find Pocahontas to be especially um, strange because um, there's just so much going on with these being people who are actually pretty cruel to um, the natives um, when they arrived. Like, it's really distorting history so much. And the actual yeah. Pocahontas story is very different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I just... They also don't speak the same language again, so it's really just communicating through um Well, all of a sudden they do. Gestures. They, they see each other for like two minutes and all of a sudden they do speak, everybody speaks English. Let's move to the next one. So now we have 97, mm-hmm. which is Hercules. Oh my God, Hercules. Yes. <laughs> and things have changed watch it. in 97. <coughs> I watched it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the age is 18. No longer 16. <gasps> what? Yes. Wait, Meg is 18? No, it's not about Meg. It's He is mm-hmm. 18. So the... Right. The, he, yeah, the the narrative changes, and now that it's about it, not a princess but a guy is the the main character in this movie. You're kidding me! It changes to eighteen, but we are in ninety seven. So by then, they probably said mm, we have to change this age thing, and now it has to be eighteen because yeah. that's really the age where 
you know, at 16, people shouldn't get married. Meg in the movie, she um, works for Hades because she sold her soul to Hades. This one actually did sell her soul. Um, and um, in in uh, payment for reviving her boyfriend. So her boyfriend had died and um, she wanted him back. So she got him back and then he left her for another girl. So she is sworn off of love. Yeah. Um, and um, basically is won over by Hercules because he's so kind and caring, which actually he really is. It is, is astonishing. He is a really nice guy. Um, I don't think he ever really does anything bad or weird. No, he um, is a very nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really nice portrayal. Um, also, another point to be said is that Hercules loses his powers to save Meg, but then Meg gets hurt, so he gets his powers back. And um, so then he goes and saves Meg and gets turned into a god. And then um, he is allowed to go back to Olympus with his parents, Zeus and Hera. And um, he decides not to, but to stay with Meg. So he loses his powers again, but he gives them up. So we talked about this before, that women in movies who give up their powers don't get them back, right? Yeah, but right. But men get them back. And they, they give them up for like <clears throat> the greater good, or like mm -hmm. they don't give up. They lose them for the greater good, yeah. not specifically for love, uh, but in this case, he actually chooses to give them, uh, to, to lose them. He chooses, he says, no, I'd rather stay with Meg and yes, be mortal. It's so it's his choice. Otherwise, yeah. when it was the women, it was never the choice to lose the powers. But, you know, it was choosing between losing my powers and the world falling apart. Not just, oh, yeah. I want to live with this one guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a really strange phenomenon, but I really like Hercules, even though there's um, there's still some issues. I mean, Meg is portrayed in an overtly sexual way, but with, with a very deep kind of sensual voice. Um, she seems which, much older than she him. seems so much older than him. Yeah, um, which is also fine. Or but maybe it's, it's because she's had a guy before, and so she has to seem ah. more experienced. And because okay. she's never had a girl before, and so they maybe that's the only way they could portray a woman nice. who's had experience before. She's no longer innocent. She's sultry. She's sexy. She's Older. you know she's um, yeah she's um, experienced, and that's what they have to show. I find wow. that to be absolutely what <laughs> like offended, offended. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Just no, I didn't think of that. you've been with a guy that. before or had a guy before, like, if, 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 I, I don't know, it doesn't matter if you've had sex or if you've had loads of kisses or whatever, doesn't mean you act that way. No, no. Like, what do you think we are, nymphomaniacs? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I. that's a really good point. I didn't. I didn't see that. Right, Meg is, like, super... Uh, adult, isn't she? Yeah. I think she is uh, similar to his age, but it's just... But it's uh, not portrayed that way. It's not portrayed that way. She seems like she could be like, um, you know, if he's 18, she seems like she could be mid to late 20s. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. 
Um, next one is Mulan. Mm-hmm. This is one year after, so this is 1998. They're really hitting them out now. Yes, we're hitting them out. I love Mulan. I had never seen it before. Um, I think this is a breakthrough for Disney. Uh, I'm still not okay with a couple of things that are being said and done, but at least uh, they, they are conscious conscious of you know, what's going on with women and men now, you know, now feminism is there. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's a soldier sing along about having a woman to fight for, like, what else are you going to fight for than a lovely woman to go back home to? Mm -hmm. And then Mulan says, yeah, one that speaks her mind. And they all go, nah, you know, so it's, that's supposed to be funny and everybody laughs. But Mm -hmm. the fact that they wrote that into the movie as a joke that everyone says yeah rather not have a woman that has a brain is basically Mm -hmm. offensive but isn't that just the point that they're making you know it starts with her having to get married it starts with her to get married yeah obviously it starts with somebody um finding a match for her it's like this tradition where um matchmaker yeah, yeah you go to the matchmaker and they'll find a match and then you have to marry that person you have to marry <clears throat> that person. So this yeah. is coming back from oh, all the suitors, all the suitors that um, were being chosen by the woman themselves. You know, I mean, Jasmine mm-hmm. had suitors come in and she would say, no, 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 no. Here there's a matchmaker and you have to marry the guy that mm-hmm. she says so. But it doesn't happen. She goes off and fights the war as a man. Yeah. And then in the end, they find out she's a woman. And she won the war like single-handedly and still the fact that she's a woman is is more offensive to them than the the fact that you know but she just solves all your problems so give her a break yeah but i guess that also comes from uh, the uh tradition in in china yeah um that your honor is worth everything yeah so it's worth much more than anything else so i think that is really playing into that tradition Mm -hmm. um and not necessarily it's because she's a woman i think it's because um she broke her family's honor i really also love how at uh, the end of the movie or close to the end of the movie um she is such good friends with these guys that they dress up in drag for her and then get into the uh, the castle that way. That was like they cool. actually listen to her, and they um, don't care about um, being seen in women's clothing and stuff because they they just think it's fun, and also that's what they have to do to help save the empire. Yeah, you know. Um, so I I think actually there's a lot of things really really good things that happen in that movie. Yeah. Um, and Mulan is a really strong character. Um, like she even um, realizes she's falling for this guy and and um, really doesn't want to in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I like Mulan too. Yeah, Mulan is a success. What's next? Yes. Um, I don't know. I have two thousand and nine, Princess and the Frog. Oh, Princess and the Frog. Did you watch it? I watched it, yeah. Oh, and by the way, so just going to back to Mulan. So she's mm-hmm. the first princess. Well, we had Pocahontas, who is also not like. Uh, and we had Jasmine, uh, coca- white Caucasian, Caucasian. 
yeah. person. Mulan and is Asian. Yes, Jasmine was um, North African. And now we have the first black princess in 2009. <coughs> I mean, did we really have to wait until 2009 for a black princess? I think that's very wrong. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, well, we'll, we'll discuss the prince maybe in, in, I don't know, is he the hero? Is he, I, he's not the hero. I, I don't feel the prince as being the hero at all. No, he's not. No. He, um, rides them into a lot of shit that she has yes. to wait them out of. And he's yeah. a dick while she's actually helping and trying to solve the yeah. problem. He's still being a dick. Yeah. And then <laughs> and not she helping. is being accused of not having being able to have fun and just to kind of let go and have fun yeah um and like she's fun she's just like you're in a situation right now where you're you're not gonna have fun um yeah it's It's dangerous so it's basically a crisis situation and guess what the woman takes control i like it you know, oh. I I didn't expect her to turn into a frog either. So that was like, oh, <laughs> wow. You know, that I thought that yeah. there was going to be this whole thing with she kisses the frog and he's going to be human and then he's going to do some shitty things as well. But it's the other way around. She turns into a frog and then they're in also in deep shit. Um, and then she's, you know, she's trying to get back and he's pretty cocky and doesn't help her. Uh, not a great example for the boys, this one. Um, yeah. And then at the end... All of a sudden, you know, her dream has him in it. She has like this dream of having her own restaurant and this and that. And then at the end, this cocky bastard (laughs) kind of has infiltrated and she's fallen in love with him. And now all of a sudden she can only get her restaurant because of him. What is that all about? Also, not just that. Right. What I find really interesting is that her whole life she's been working towards this restaurant. It's been her whole thing. And then somebody told her, somebody told her, um, I think it was, might have been her mother before her mother died, is that, yes, your father wanted this restaurant, but he had what was important, which was love and family. Right. So she, Tiana, has been working towards this restaurant her whole life. And then she starts falling in love with the prince and she starts questioning whether she wants the restaurant or whether love and family wouldn't be enough. So she would choose him over the restaurant. But why can't we have both, though? Yeah, no, exactly. So it's it's the same thing. It's kind of like where you said um, Belle um, wanted to be independent and learn and, 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 you know, travel the country. And then instead she's like, oh, but I'm in love now. So I'm going to get married and, and you stay know, live here and stay here. Um, yeah. Or, um, oh, who else was it? I mean, Jasmine. Jasmine wanted to do so many things and instead she got married um, and they all give up yeah. their dreams for these men. Yeah. Why? Why can't they like go off and have a restaurant? And well, here they do have a restaurant well, together they in the do. end. Yes, but they do. But it, she seriously considers it. It's a consideration. Yeah, I think she'd actually decided that she was going to um, take him instead of the restaurant. Like that he was more important to her than the restaurant. Um, which imagine that you have been working towards something for your entire life. 
you've been pulling double and triple shifts, you've been making do with really little in your life, you've not been going out with your friends, um, this has been your sole purpose, and then you fall in love with a guy you've met, like, for a couple of days, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, but if if I have to choose between him and the restaurant... I'll choose him. Yeah, that that's not going to happen. <laughs> How's that going to happen? <laughs> that's, that's not, not going to happen. happen. It's no. not going to happen. And also, why can't she have both? Why does love mean give up everything else all the time? Why do yeah. they keep doing that? You know, if he loved her, I mean, in this case, she does do the <clears throat> restaurant, you know, because, yeah. yeah. But uh, for and example, Jasmine. So she wanted to go out and see the world. And then she marries Aladdin and they just live in the castle and not go anywhere. Why, when they're married, can't they just pack up and go see the world like she wanted to? Why does it always have to just end you there? Have a magic fucking carpet as well. Yeah. Exactly. Just saying. Uh, anyway. Um, I don't know. I, it's very strange. But anyway, let's move on. Yes, I have one more. And one that's left. actually, that's that's my favorite one. It's 2012 and it's Brave. It's Mirida. Um, I actually appreciate that they talk with an accent instead of pure US English in this one. I think that's yeah. really cool. True. Um, and you know, I mean, well, if you're I mean, at Disney Gone Global, basically, they've started taking people from from outside of the US as uh, voice actors. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, uh, I I really like that it's 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 you know it's it's portraying a certain culture, but it is being very true to that culture in that sense of you know the the accent and everything. Um, I'm yeah. not saying that Mulan had to be in Chinese, but you know maybe that's an idea. I like Mirida because she is uh, well, let's just say a tomboy. You know, she's not like a girly girl, and uh, she does get told a lot like, "Oh, you have to be a lady, and you have to do this," and everything that mm -hmm. is about being a lady, she's really shit at, and everything that she does with her dad and like be like the king stuff, she's really good at, and it's mm -hmm. it's it's really I I I love it, I love it, yeah. <laughs> it is fun. Um to to i mean the movie starts again with her having to get married just saying yes yes of of course yeah and with I mean, it being a competition uh between three clans um for her hand in marriage so she has no yeah. say in it nope um so that 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 is stupid um yeah the the thing is they had to create this conflict between her and her mum to have the rest of the story make sense. Mm -hmm. But why does the conflict always have to come from, you know, push her into marriage kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Ah. It's also interesting because um, you say um, she's a tomboy and blah, blah, blah. And yes, that's really cool. And that needs representation as well. But also you don't have to be either or. You can be a girly girl from the outside and still really love playing football or whatever yeah you know that's true you you can be so many things and you, you you don't have to be either or and um that is still missing from this like it's really great that they're portraying merida in the way that she is but 
it it goes into the oh either I'm completely feminine or I'm a tomboy. Yeah. Which there's there's so much more on the spectrum in between. True. They do go over all these things though. They kind of go over the whole list of uh what she's supposed to be doing as a lady, as a lady. So the moment you have a vagina, these are the things that you are supposed to be good at, okay? Mm-hmm. Eats pretty, stands nicely, speaks eloquently and enunciates uh does not doodle <laughs> that was a funny one though but yeah still does not chortle rises early patient is clean not loud you're you're not supposed to be loud as a lady and it basically be you know that's that's what perfection as a woman looks like and that's mm-hmm. what her mom is going for and what she really hates so you know they're going yeah. over all the normal women you know kind of things but they do take a moment to tell us all the things she 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 should have been good at that she's actually yeah. not so yeah uh, i don't know if this is you know it's making a point that society expects women to her, so society is her mom basically it expects mm-hmm. her to be this and she's really she doesn't fit into that and at the end her mom sees that all the things that she was good at all the man things like uh um uh, uh, like her crossbow and riding horses uh hunting uh and stuff like that is 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 actually what saves them in the end and that's how the perspective well both perspectives are seen by each other so they they basically have to learn to communicate they learn to communicate they come together yeah, Which is but- really nice, actually, because it's, I get, she's not a stepmom, so it's not the same kind of trope. Oh, um, I like that it too, is, that it's her um, real mom. Yeah, yeah, it is her real mom. And, um, and they learn to communicate and see eye to eye, or at least kind of be like, okay, I accept you for who you are, and you accept me for who I am. And we try to live with each other and love each other. And that is a more natural family kind of setting anyway. Like if you've got siblings, um, you're all going to be different and you're all going to have different influences over the years and you're all going to diverge so far that you really need to be able to um, communicate and accept each other um, and learn to kind of live with the difference. Yeah, Um, I I think that's really interesting because, I mean, she... Uh, I think that's the exactly the point that they're making. Uh, but sometimes I wasn't sure because she she goes off to show us how she is the greatest marksman and rider and and hunter and provider. She, she's basically a great provider. But then how she's not allowed to do that as a job because after all she is a girl, she's a princess. So that's that's not what you're supposed to be doing. But mm. if 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 they had cast, well, cast, you know, if they had written her as a, a prince, then all these things would have been good enough for the prince. Yeah, he wouldn't have true. had to be eloquent and stuff. I mean, look at her dad. Yeah. He He's like, he's, he doesn't know. He's, oh, the, he's the king and he's, everybody accepts him as being king, but he can't even say two words to, to save his life in front mm. of a crowd. You know what I mean? So why are these standards do women need to have these standards but men can just like wing it yeah 
And also men are allowed to be themselves and women are not. No, that's that true. That is the thing. Yeah. 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 Although to be fair, there's what this guy in there, the the um slightly softer looking boy, um, who isn't good at archery and isn't good at all these things, and um he is also ridiculed. So um Oh yeah, he has one a of temper. the three princes. Yeah. So um <laughs> I don't know. I like, love the one that you don't understand. I love that yeah. guy. He's yeah. so cute. He's so sweet. He's like the big burly one, but you don't understand a word he's saying. And that just makes him endearing while the others are like smaller and tinier and always have to mm -hmm. like be macho. And, and yeah, that, <laughs> that all also shows a lot it, with the in how... Yeah. You know, yeah, I feel like they have shown uh, the different sides as well of men, a yeah, bit, as well, least. yeah. And for yeah. her, I mean, I love how her hair is frizzy and weird, and how she's <clears throat> super passionate and impulsive. I can definitely see myself in her as well. Mm. Um, all the while, you know, the mother becomes more and more annoying, like we expect mothers and older women to be. So that that still is mm. is a little bit of the older woman is is kind of a nag. Um, yeah, I think it uh, it it is um, kind of shown though that um, the mother also had to fit these criteria that she didn't necessarily she wasn't necessarily born that way. She also had to work to become that way. Yeah, um, that's and true too. It's yeah. it's learning to see the generational differences that maybe things are different in the new generation, which I think is a really nice sign to be to be. Um, showing people yeah yeah and in this one the princess really proceeds to be the cleverest of the bunch kind of by outsmarting everyone and also <laughs> in those games you know she gets told off for it because she's showing how good she is and yeah. de demeaning the men basically you know she she brought all these men to shame by showing how good she is at all the things that they should be good at and that's just something that a lady does not do mm. but it i still think it's good that they that they made her do that in the movie um so being more of a modern princess story i think you know i, I think it's just a shame that they had to mix the uh what still seems to be a teenager girl though you know in with she has to be married now story i i just think that they could have created the conflict in another way anyway yeah uh because that that really doesn't have anything to do with the moral of the the story about the mother and the no, daughter getting along it doesn't have to, exactly it doesn't have anything to do really with a marriage it just has to do with um the the ideals of one generation um and the ideals of the next generation and yeah. rebelling against that so it doesn't really have anything to do with her getting married per se no but i mean so. i say that but then uh, you can't get to the end where they say, okay, at least in this one, they say, we are going to break tradition and everyone here mm -hmm. will decide for themselves who they love and who they want to marry in, in the end. Yeah. So without putting the marriage part in, they wouldn't have been able to come to this conclusion, which is a good conclusion. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So uh, in so. summary, we went from pretty bad to reasonably well adjusted. <laughs> reasonably well adjusted, I would say. I am I'm actually curious to see which princess Disney comes up with next. Mm, I still need to watch Encanto and uh oh, what's yeah. it called? Rana or Raya or whatever it is. And then there's Moana. Luca. 
So there's oh Moana's nice. Moana but is nice. Again, Moana, I don't know. We'll we'll have to watch those and do like a let's do a follow up. Yeah, because yeah. it's true. Brave isn't the last one. There's no. Moana and there's a, a new uh, Latin American one now. Yeah, Encanto. Encanto. All right. Well, yeah. let's do that in another episode. Thank you for tuning into Unboxing Women. Um, if you've ever had an experience that you want to share with us, send us a DM or tag us in your post with the hashtag #SuchABitch, or you can now send us an email on SuchABitch at unboxingwomen.com. Don't forget to like us on Instagram. And my name is Dana Rex, and I've been chatting with Micah Rose. Tune into another episode of Unboxing Women next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.